Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hey, mate, what's new? Hey, mate, uh, not a whole lot, just uh, ticking some boxes, getting some things done. I've, uh, on the download, changing a whole lot of things up on uh, Matt Ashton Photography. There's some things in the works at the moment, which I'm very excited for. So uh, watch this space, dropping it like it's hot on the podcast. Um, So, yeah, there's a few things happening in the background, which I'm very excited Do you want to give us a bit of a a hint? You're going to keep us all waiting. No, I'm going to keep you waiting for a little bit. Uh, okay. I'm just going to make it. you want to come back next week and the week after and the week after that. And maybe <laughs> in like six weeks, I'll tell you what's going on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's happening. I uh, had some absolute epic weddings over the weekends, uh, working with some amazing vendors, which is always, uh, always a good time. How about yourself, mate? What's going on? It has been, honestly, like this has been the best season of my wedding filmmaking career. It's mm. everything is on point. It's um, it's really like showcasing the fact of all the hard work, I suppose, that you've, that you put in and, and every like wedding that I'm doing now, like just working with absolute legends, like ideal clients, amazing vendors. And it, it just feels like we're on a good, uh, a good trajectory to, you know, like, really doing what aligns with what I want to do. So I'm pretty good. It's um it's busy. I'm on the editing train um nonstop. I've uh, I've got a couple of weeks off next uh next month though, which is pretty exciting. I've got a, a wedding up in Queensland in Noosa. So decided to take the family up, took two and a half weeks off and uh gonna road trip it up. Look at you go, mate. That's exciting. And is that on the back end of us shooting together in Queensland? Because we've got a we've got a wedding in Queensland too. Oh no, that can't be then. You're not no. going for that long. Where, where, <laughs> that where one, in May? That's in May. That's it. I got ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we were finally like being talking about. Oh, we really need to book stuff for that, and we just kept avoiding it. And then all of a sudden, we're like, oh no, that's coming up really quickly. Um, yeah. Anyway, we just, uh, we just bought our ferry ticket, so that was good. But yeah, look, yeah. <laughs> there, there has there has been a lot happening, uh, but it's. It's just, are you feeling like you're just hitting your stride, like in terms of your business? Like, I know, like, you've been at it a while. Um, you know, we've both pretty much been at it for a couple of years now. Uh, mm. But it was always this, I suppose, like, we're, we're both like really ambitious to try and, you know, really be involved and shoot uh, the types of weddings that we want to shoot. And every year, I feel like, you know, I'm trying to step up my game and be better, be a better filmmaker, a better storyteller, a better editor. Um, and it's just kind of feeling like we're just in a good position. It feels like, you know, the, the work that I'm producing um, is really aligned with a couple stories that I want to tell. Yeah, 100%. I feel like, uh, I don't know, at the moment, definitely, I don't know what I've done or why why it's happened, but um, because I haven't changed a whole lot in terms of the way I'm shooting, but I definitely think that like some of the content I'm putting out at the moment is probably some of the best I've oh, been dude. putting out for I, a long time. I agree. Um, I agree. Which is cool. And, you know, whether that's to do with potentially like, you know, the couples I'm shooting and the way that, you know, their style, their wedding and the ideas they have around their wedding itself, um, or whether that's just because maybe 
I'm looking at weddings in a slightly different way, but I would say my editing is still exactly the same as I've always kind of done um, in terms of like the presets I use and things like that. So um, yeah, things just seem to be clicking at the moment, which is good. And um, lovely, yeah, lovely. I had two amazing weddings on the weekend and on Saturday was probably one of the best sunsets I've had in, I couldn't even tell you how long. Like This is a, this is a cracker. This is a cracker, right? Because the same day you had a cracking sunset and I had no sunset on the South Coast. Yeah, it was rain. rain. And like, honestly, I heard it was like, cause I, so I was at, for the first time shooting at Pasadena um, at Church Point, uh, Northern Beaches Way. And like, man, epic venue. It's amazing. Mm. Literally right on, um, you know right on the water, a uh, good spot. Uh, yeah, well, epic spot. Um, anyway, but it was really, yeah, really cool to shoot there. But, yeah, like I heard in the city, like Sydney CBD, it was raining um, where we were like 15, 20 minutes down the road, nothing. Um, south coast, pouring with rain all day. And, mm-hmm. like, I got one of the best sunsets I've probably shot in, good I don't know, you. six months. <laughs> so, yeah, lucky for that couple. <laughs> Mate, well, let's let's tell everyone, what are we chatting about today? Because this is this is pretty cool. We, we are going to get a little bit personal we, here. we probably started talking about it already, haven't we? We kind of just like dive in about what we did on the weekend and how we loved the weekend and all the good stuff that happened. But uh, we're talking about our favorite weddings this summer and what made them, I guess, our favorite or what made them stand out. Yeah, and I think it's probably good to put a disclaimer that these are purely our opinion. Um our own our whole podcast is <laughs> <laughs> yeah so don't roast us. We, are, we are not saying if we don't talk about your wedding that you know your wedding was shit but no it's not like that that's why um, we're not going to name names that's why we're not naming names <laughs> <laughs> but mate let's let's actually chat about like this like this direction in australia where weddings are really becoming more european are they yeah i actually heard an interesting stat the other someone i can't remember who or I can't remember who we were talking to about it, but they were saying that like um, like Australian weddings are way more intense than like European weddings um, when it comes I to like I find planning. That hard to believe. I know, which I was like a bit mind blown by that stat. But anyway, but um, yeah, there's definitely some like aspects of European weddings that we see on the gram and uh, you know on the socials and stuff like that that we're definitely uh, definitely deafening definitely being um introduced and incorporated into like you know the aussie weddings now which um i'm excited by you know there's some cool things happening there's some cool trends coming around at the moment that everyone's loving and even just like people are becoming more and more unique and actually doing things because they're really excited by that too which uh yeah. obviously you know if you've been listening to us for now for a little bit uh you know we get excited by you guys out there planning your wedding in the way that you want to do things not just the way that it's been done for x amount of years and your grandma told you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. So look, so look, summer is coming to an end um, and we really wanted to you know, go a little bit personal and I suppose like chat about like what are the key features for us that made this summer like some of the best weddings that we have ever shot. And look, I'm going to I'm gonna kick it off and I'm going to actually start off with like really, really like epic garden ceremonies and receptions where mm. you're you're really seeing like a sense of like styling and like personality put into like into that arena like it's not just like a, an arch with um you know a, a standard you know bunch of flowers like it, it's it's actually a lot of like effort is put into you know the color palette um how bold like you're going with you know the the, the seating um seating chart or that that direction or even how the reception is looking in terms of like what are the bombing areas? I, I I had a wedding on the weekend, and the uh, the groom is an engineer, 
um, and flies a lot. So for Abominary, he actually like made these little like baggage tags that were made out of brass <laughs> and they were like individualized with like laser cut uh, initials of each, uh, um, every guest. Yeah, that's like, wild. That is, that is so, so good. <laughs> so, so good. And it was, it was at Merribee. It was phenomenal. Like it was really, really, really amazing. I just loved the direction of how like a beautiful garden ceremony that was simple but beautifully styled. Unfortunately, there was a little bit of rain, but it, <laughs> it did hold off. And it, it was just so like so personal to them. Like these guys are, they travel around Europe quite a fair bit. So I'm assuming their European influence is really kind of taking charge. But that was something that was really such a highlight to me. Um, and I'm seeing it more and more, which I bloody love. Yeah, I'm all about the details too. I was going to, when you're talking about, you know, your little uh, little details that make things personal, even on the weekend, actually, um, at the wedding at Pasadena uh, with Day, I'm going to name drop because these guys are legends, but uh, Daisy May and Josh, um, they had some really cool little, like Daisy had a very specific, I guess, idea around the day for her. And she, her kind of like little theme inside all the themes for her was bows, which I was like, this is cool. Like, love it. Like, so there was little bows on say like champagne glasses in the prep um, through like all the styling and signage. There was like bows hanging and like big long strands of ribbon hanging off. Um, but the little personal touch wrapped around the menus um, instead of having like you know, like a place card actually on the bow, um, her sister handmade bows with each individual's guest's name on the strand of ribbon coming off the bow after it was tied. And it looked magical. Like I have never seen that before and I was frothing on it. It looked like as a detail shot, it looked so nice. Um, maybe we'll share that uh, on the podcast. As that a bit is an idea. amazing. Um, something super personal because the sister made it too. So I definitely think, you know, like all of these like little details we're talking about, um, you know, yes, they are little things, but they definitely elevate and uh, give your day like a very much like of a bit more of an elegant um, feeling, but also with that personal touch as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think as a as a whole, most couples are paying more attention to those little things. And like I I get that, you know, having a stylist, having a florist and putting a bit more effort and um, you know, effort and energy into some of these aspects can increase the cost. But when you look at the overall image, that that is what you see. That is a vision for your wedding day and that end product. Like how that looks in those photos and videos and just how like your reaction is when you actually see it finish. So um, I wanted to make a, a special mention that I, um, I captured the couple walking into the, to the reception, um, into a, another garden, garden reception. And for them to see it the first time and the bride literally like almost like fell to her knees because she's like, this is my vision come to life. I had faith in my vendors. And then when she's seen it there, just set up candles lit. Um, it was like covered by, uh, covered by some trees. So like a really, um, allowed, like, uh, no sun to be like uh, penetrating the tables, but it just showcased like that area as a whole. And it was just her vision come to life, super personal for her. And it was, a really amazing moment to capture. So yeah, something like that really just showcases, you know, it may not be significant to you or for others, but to someone, it could be everything. 
Yeah, I think it makes me think about um, the wedding that we shot, uh, the last wedding of last year, actually, where the couple, it was quite windy. Uh, they really wanted to have this, the reception outside um, and they pushed for that because the venue probably wasn't overly keen for it um, and they got it and yeah, it was a little bit windy, but that's okay. Um, but it was really cool like to see everybody literally just sitting on like, you know, outside under some like festoon lights, um, hanging out, having dinner together. Like I love that. And I love that the couple was so headstrong about like pushing back towards the venue being like, no, no, like we're going to push to get it outside no matter what. And I think um, it's the little things that you can do on a wedding day, um, you know, that does make it special or that you are like genuinely excited for. And for these guys from day one, you know, they were like, yep, we're having it outside. We're having it outside. We're having it outside. Even if it's hot, even if it's windy, we're going to do it, you know? Um, and I think that like for us, when I think about like weddings this summer that really stand out, like that's probably one of them because I remember that they were so sure of the vision they had and they were so sure on the way that they wanted to do it um, that like nothing thing was going to stop them so to speak yeah exactly and it, it's really understanding that if you have a vision you just need to, you need to go for it uh, yeah. because if you don't it's always going to be in the back of your mind and like this brings it back to a couple of weddings this summer where we can talk about these like really amazing epic entrances into the reception right mm-hmm. like like a few, a few come to mind uh, a few that we, you know we were uh, together at and man not only like was it wild but it was actually just so special to see that couple, you know, having that vision come to life for them. So um, there was a DJ, I'm going to uh, shout out to uh, Silent Shout, who actually mashed together like this couple's favorite songs and then made it into <laughs> this entrance. So as they came in, he had the whole wedding party, everyone. Every single guest on that wedding was on the dance floor for about 10 minutes and he could not shake them off, could not shake them off. And we had to start speeches. Like, but it was, it was just brilliant. And I'm starting to see an entrance that really sets a tone for the rest of the night. And that is, that is something I'd love to continue to see. And if that is something that is unique to you, if that is something that you think that you want to create that vibe for your reception, because it, it sets the tone for the rest of the night. Hundred percent, yeah. It's definitely um. Everyone wants that like pre-dinner dance floor. Get the jitters out. Get the uh the energy into the room. Get mm. the drinks flowing early. Kind of vibe. We had that. On, I had actually on the weekend again for Daisy and Josh. Um, <laughs> their her dad. So Daisy's dad is a musician, absolute legend, funny dude. Um, he I yeah. If you saw him, you'd be like, okay, he has the energy. Um, and he can play saxophone. And so I was he say, sax. Yeah. Yeah. So he <laughs> so he plays. I'm pretty sure he plays. By just looking at him, I have no idea, but I'm just assuming he plays a few instruments. Um, and <laughs> he played saxophone and was in front of them started the party for everybody so like the bridal party came in with some great energy and like had a bit of a boogie but then he brought the vibes um they came running on in as well and like it was so much fun like and i you know like that kind of like trumpet saxophone you know um it's it's a vibe at the moment and everyone seems to be loving it um and whenever you have a band and if you can add that in it always seems to elevate the sound and the uh yeah the good times on the day full show um but yeah look we're here for a good time, not a long time when it comes to the uh, reception. And I think that everybody gets really, really excited by the fact that you want to bring the energy too. And I think that everyone has that energy kind of like cooped up and built up um, throughout canopy time and they're ready to kind of like unleash it a little bit. And I think sometimes if you do get that energy out, um, 
you know, prior to starting speeches, when everyone sits down and actually gets into speeches, they've all kind of like, everyone's resetting themselves a little bit and just like breathing again, but they've got a little bit of their like energy out quite early on, which I think um, it does really help you guys too. And sometimes it means we don't have to stick around too long for the dance floor mm. stuff later because that early one's better. Well, are you, are you starting to see that, you know, formalities are, you know, getting over and done with quite quickly? You know, dance floor is opening up earlier for more dance time, which is brilliant, right? Like we don't have to, you know, have a half an hour between speeches. We don't need to wait 45 minutes for, for dinner to be cleared. Like it's actually, we're starting to see that formalities are being chosen very carefully and they're aligned to what formalities are chosen for, uh, for themselves. So this is really good to see in terms of how how it showcases what's more important to you, getting that dance floor open as early as possible or having more formalities. Matt, do you know how we rave on about client experience a little? And do you want to know the golden nuggets behind my client delivery system? Not really, but I have a feeling you're going to tell me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. But you know we're all about leveling up our client experience. And if you're still delivering wedding films to your couples with Google Drive or Dropbox, then you really aren't giving them the best experience, are you? And this is why I use Vidflow. It's a pay-per-use online platform that allows you to deliver on-brand websites with your very own domain for each of your clients while still being incredibly affordable. And Vidflow is accessible on mobile, desktop, and my absolute favorite feature is the fact that it links to your smart TV so your couples can watch their wedding film on their own big screen and with all that effort that you put into your film, you really want to ensure your couples can have the best experience possible. Use our code MAKEITEPIC20 for 20% off your Vidflow yearly premium membership. I've been seeing a lot of uh, speeches and stuff happening through Canapé, you know, cocktail hour as yes, well. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. Just spreading them out a little bit more. So therefore, like, you know, um, like cocktail hour is great. And if you do have a whole hour to throw a speech or two in there that maybe you have for 10 minutes, it's kind of nice. Um, and then there are also a lot of people who have been doing it just before your guests are going into the reception. So it kind of breaks up that um, a little bit, gets everyone's attention for a few minutes cool. and then it's pushes them cool. into the reception. So it's something that, um, you know, like some people are like, oh, we've got so many speeches. Well, that may be a way to kind of like still get to cocktail hour, also then break it up a little bit uh, and then still get into the reception and finish like formalities quite early um, to be able to get on the dance floor um, hmm. and get it moving. Hot tip, right? Put a golden, put a golden nugget alert. Golden nugget. <laughs> Put a timer on your speeches. If you have a couple of family members or friends giving speeches, just say five-minute timer. That is it. That is all you have. And I have seen <laughs> and I was witness to a 45-minute speech from yeah. someone which cut into the dance floor time and completely just it, it didn't. It happened. Yeah, it wasn't well. People weren't happy. But... Um, and they probably told them to have a five minute. They probably knew. Like, I think you would know if you're someone. Yeah. You're so, I didn't. Yeah. I don't want to be generic there, but you're someone uh, does go is going to talk for too long. Like, you kind of know that. I think it's really. I do think it's quite hard to make these people stick to a five minute schedule. So I would say if you want them to speak for five minutes and you know they can speak, say you've got two minutes. You know, because mm. you know they're going to speak for ten or whatever. Um, or be ruthless and I don't know, get like a debating bell out and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I've always been joking. It I'm just, like, I'm waiting for someone to do that. Like, get a bell out and start ringing it when your time's up. Like, let's go. <laughs> oh, oh that, that could be so rude. Stand but, up and clap. <laughs> yeah. Look, I think the five minute time is just an indication that there is a time limit. Like, it's not an invitation to speak as long as you want. Uh, but also, uh, having speeches at canopies, as the uh, videographer in the house, I'll just uh, put a caveat there that uh, it does make. It's quite difficult 
um, to <laughs> set up everything and ensure that that is captured correctly. Because usually at canapes, everyone's walking around still. Like there's no like light or a lectern to like guide their presence. So I always have to find that. All right, make sure you stand here, please. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult for you. Easy for me. Doesn't Easy matter. For you. <laughs> All right. Another another point that I have loved this summer is the fact that a lot of couples are prioritizing the quality of the food and also like the drinks, right? So when you start to see the whole uh, whole party, whole wedding party with an apparel in their hand and everyone's having a good time, there's really nice canapes going around. Um, you know, as a as a self-fledged uh, foodie, I do love a good canapé. <laughs> uh, haven't choked on one yet this year, so that's a plus. That's you, you should tell everyone the story about how you nearly died last year. No, yeah. no, we're good. We're what good. an arachini. We'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave that. <laughs> if you see me in person, you can ask me about it. But, um, <laughs> Send him a DM. <laughs> ask him. <laughs> but just, yeah, just seeing some really good caterers getting booked for the quality of the food and service that they provide um, and also like bars and caravan bars and seeing the quality of drinks that you know they are serving mate they are on point it's literally sets a vibe i love it absolutely love it yeah i think that it's always good when you um walk around after dinner or after canapes or something like that and you're hearing everybody having a chat about how good the food was and things like that like it always it always like people not only people are happy because they're eating but i think when it's like a high quality meal like they're stoked because you know Mm -hmm. they i think I don't know, maybe traditionally, typically people think that like, you know, wedding, I guess meals are not that exciting or they're really small or there's not a lot to them um, where I'm, I'm saying like, you know, there's some full big plates out there, you know, with like, you know, and there's some people out there that are stoked to have a whole heap of food on their plate, um, some good drinks and things like that too. So yeah, it's definitely something that I think, um, you know, like everybody wants, like you don't want to go to, you don't want to organize a wedding and have like crappy food there. Like, no, like that's, no, And that's what we're not what we're saying, but we're saying there's probably not gonna, another element to that in terms of like, you know, um, just a little bit more of an elevation in terms of the quality. Yeah, like really focusing on, you know, the aspects that really you know are, are important to you. And, you know, food and entertainment are things that, you know, it, it is a wedding day. These are things that you do want to ensure that you can, you know, afford the, the best quality that you can but it's just really good to see that there are other vendors out there and these vendors are growing that really are focusing on the quality of the service that they are providing um and you know we're starting to see this, this shift where you know some some vendors uh you know perhaps maybe struggling for bookings while others have the next year to two years completely booked out and you know i think as a whole you know couples are are more consumer conscious. Like they're more conscious in the decisions that they are making with their wedding. They are more conscious of who they are booking to bring a level of experience and a, a service that goes beyond just what they are paid for. And I, th- I think that is really showcasing, you know, how good Australia is in, in the wedding scene. And we talk about these Euro- uh, European weddings. Um, man, I like there's horror stories absolutely everywhere. But I'm I'm really really loving the vendors that I am, am working with, and there's not to say there's bad vendors, but I'm, I'm just really well, enjoying. There is. there is bad vendors. There is bad. Vendors, like but, it's okay. No, but, like I feel like it's I, I feel like it's probably like we always talk about like trying to pick the right vendor, right? Like, and it's one of those things where like 
you can pick the right vendor, but you have to know that like sometimes there are going to be some bad vendors out there. And there when is, I'm saying there that, is compromise, there is compromises, yeah. and you yeah. know we're, we're not simply just talking about you know the the more expensive the vendor, the better the quality or the better the service. We're simply saying that, or I'm simply saying the fact that there are vendors that put so much care and quality and energy into the service that provide that it provides an experience far beyond just the product that they service you know like there's a lot of photographers there's a lot of videographers there's a lot of makeup artists uh and sometimes you have to look uh beyond that and see what they are offering to be able to understand you know um who it is that you see as a good vendor so to say when it comes to potentially the experience they're going to offer you and you know like for me and tim like we're massive on client experience because for us like the shooting aspect yes we think about it and we know but like for us it comes to second nature and what we really value on the day as, as well is like creating a client experience or a couple experience for you guys that is amazing. And if we're creating that experience for you, um, I think that that's what elevates a day the most out of everything, you know, like, so for 100%. me, for me, like, for example, on the weekend, like I, as everyone knows, I love to carry a speaker around and play some tunes. Right. And on the weekend, um, we did a signing post ceremony and the musos had packed up and they'd walked away. Um, and like everyone else had gone, we'd already done family photos. The celebrant was standing there waiting and the couple was sitting there like about to sign their paperwork. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa we've got to like put some tunes on for this. And I asked them what song they wanted to listen to. Someone dropped a name of a song within 10 seconds or maybe less five seconds. The song was on playing and they were like, Oh, this is so much better. Right. And so that's, for me, that's that a little experience so that I'm like, that mm. makes life so much nicer because yes, it's like, you know, you're signing of the registry by yourself and that's okay with like, you know, your witnesses there. I was there, um, you know, like that's great, but we can make this better. Um, and so it, I think for me personally, it's the little things um, on mm. a wedding day that I know that I can do that just elevates that um, in Definitely. such an easy way. And I think that when I think about the weddings this summer, all the weddings this summer where I've had, you know, um, a list of songs that couples like and the bridal party like, and I can crank some tunes and have a good time with them, have a laugh, um, you know, and create an atmosphere that they genuinely are excited about. That's where I know that like those weddings this summer have been the best. Um, and that's probably like, I would say like quite generically, like across the board, anytime that that happens, I'm like, that was an epic wedding. Yeah, definitely. And like, we've got to look at it this way. Like, Shooting for us is really just a small component of, of what we do. And like, it's hard to, especially when we're trying to like showcase, you know, what is it that makes us like truly us? Like, is it the product of our films and photos? Um, but when it comes down to it, it's actually the experience that we provide our couples as well. And like you talk about, you know, providing, you know, creating a vibe for music. And that is, you know, something that, you know, we both do. And I think when, when people like books together, like there's there's just this inclination of like communication between us that works so well that we're able just to kind of feed off each other. And you know, I have it with a couple of a couple of photographers. Um, I'm not sure <laughs> if you have the same with other videographers, but like it just works so well because you're able to read the environment and what is it that you can do to create a better atmosphere for your couples. And, you know, if you're experiencing, you know, a bit of lull in, in the energy, like, you know, you've got levers to pull that allow you to, you know, bring them back up or it's things that you can do that actually allow you to make sure that you can take your content that allows them to make sure they have a good time. 
it all comes with experience. And I think that's the thing that you need to like, you know, remember if you're a photographer, a videographer, a vendor out there and you're like, wow, that's amazing. Um, I think that I, if I was you, I wouldn't be jumping into it if you weren't confident in the way that you're mm. delivering your service currently. But if you can add another element to that to make your service better, yeah. maybe something like that's a way or get creative. Like don't just copy what we do because that's what we do. Um, it may not work for you either and that might not be your jam. Um, but have a good think about it. You know, if you're listening and you're like, wow, that's cool. What can I do? Tick that box for us. We're stoked that you guys are even thinking about how you can elevate your experience for your couples out there. Tim, tell me, what's your favorite moment to capture on the day? Oof, oof. It has to be the moment all the hard work has paid off. You're now announced married. So the celebration can begin. And what better way to come down the aisle with some eco confetti popping like it's 2007. <laughs> 2007 you say well funny you say that imagine a one-stop shop that can give you the opportunity to purchase all the little things that make your day epic well the whole bride is your shop offering everything from bridesmaids boxes clear umbrellas confetti cannons even some sparklers and a whole lot more uh, even fluffy slippers yeah mate even the fluffy slippers for those toes of yours do not miss out on making your wedding day epic Check out The Whole Bride and use our code EPIC15 to receive 15% off The Whole Bride store. Let me ask you a question, mate. And, you know, we have shot quite a few weddings together. And what would you say is the, the easiest way to read a couple to be able to actually know what it is you need to do next? Yeah. I think that the, the first point of contact that I actually watch I do a lot of people watching, obviously. That's the main probably job for creeping. us, right? Um, we're creeping with people watching. And I think the typically for me, I actually love to watch couples. Uh, obviously, when they're standing up at the ceremony, it's quite hard. But once they've signed the paperwork and the celebrant t- tells them to stand up and take a step away, I slightly watch out the corner of my eye how the couple interact with each other in that first few moments because it really tells us on like for me it really shows me how um, a couple interact with each other especially we haven't done a session before and I've only seen them apart separately in the morning um, that really shows me whether they you know like they're into like affection uh, whether they are happy to like you know be a little bit distance between each other um, mm-hmm. everyone's different right but typically how they act in those first few moments if they're quite cuddly and things like that I'm like oh cool like today will be like a breeze in a sense of they're happy to be affectionate with each other. They're happy okay. to kind of like stay There's close. There's a bit of PDA, um, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of PDA never goes astray. Um, but in terms of like, you know, like how do I, I guess like, work out the best way to approach a session or how do I help couples relax and things like that? Normally for me, it's quite simple. And I think that I just try and watch and then I take the feeling of what they would be like in that moment. I take facial expressions, body, uh, body yeah. language, things like that. And I try my hardest if they are looking anything other than uncomfortable, sorry, comfortable, I want to make sure that they're not uncomfortable. Therefore, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that they're as comfortable as possible. So that's changing music, that's changing locations, that's giving them a different direction uh, or prompt or, you know, something like that. And typically for me, most of the time when couples are feeling a little bit uneasy and awkward, um, it's because they don't have direction and they think they're doing the wrong thing and they think they should be doing something else. Um, there's, there is yeah. one thing that I've noticed uh, when I do work with you is that you do you do have a wandering eye um, and you're able to assess a situation um, and you notice the little things that can affect mood um, and you're very quick to react in how do I create uh, an environment or if I need to move the couple to a different environment 
to allow them to have the experience that they want. And that could be changing energy from, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a low to a high, or it could simply be from actually, you know, from a high to being a little bit more vulnerable as well. And, you know, I've, I've seen you do that in a, in a few different ways, but it's really, really interesting to see like how you approach um, that situation because at the end of it, at the end of the session, even if it's been 10 minutes, you've been able to provide, you know, like pumping like some Rufus and then suddenly we, we finish on like some like really like romantic songs and or a you know, bit there's... of Ziggy or a bit of something, you know, that's where it's at. But yeah, thanks mate. That's <laughs> good. I, and it's hard for me, like, you know, from a, like when I work with videographers, I would say, um, and maybe it's a bit of a pet peeve sometimes for me, but I find a lot of videographers love to just stand back and go, oh, you're the photographer, you're in charge get it right and i would say 99.9 percent of the time that slightly frustrates me also makes me really happy because i like to have the control and make sure that i'm making sure that my couples are comfortable but sometimes it would be nice to have a little bit of input from a videographer um to be like you know like a bit of collaboration of like you know i like this idea and i'm always like i'm i'm very much a like open book when it comes to this stuff and i'll definitely ask yeah. you know my the videographers i'm working with being like hey do you need anything do you want to try anything do you want to go here do you want to go there do you, you know like have you got enough tights have you got enough details like i'll ask the question every single time and most of the time i'm like ah, you're doing right like Cool, mate. But, you know, sometimes it's nice to have that input too from you guys to uh, make your video better. But um, yeah, like, I don't know. I definitely think that, uh, you know, as a photographer and a videographer, or to be honest, as a vendor in general, we have the ability to um, create an environment, create a space and create a feeling for our couples that um, is unique. And I think that this summer, for me, I've been working harder and harder on trying to achieve that and as as you kind of said sometimes it's like for me reading the situation reading the feeling watching the body language and noticing that oh well i actually need to make sure that these couples not standing in front of their 400 guests and they're away from everybody having a moment to themselves like typically it's the you know the, the groom may be uncomfortable by having his photo taken and he doesn't want everyone looking at him what can i do to fix that and 99 percent of the time it's not that hard to change that feeling no no, it's, it's not hard, but um, I suppose it's something that takes a special skill to be able to notice that and create an environment where you can allow that to occur as well. What you described there of most videographers is probably I am the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah, I was like, I was kind so, of like when, when I spoke about that, I was—I forgot to say that you're probably the one that I but, don't. But probably people out there listening probably like, well, that makes sense because you do talk too much already as it is. So yeah, yeah. But oh, except except when I'm like, I'm really deep in trying to get a shot, and like I look like I'm about to like shoot you with my camera. <laughs> yeah, I've got. There's, I've got. To be honest, whenever I take a photo of you at a wedding, it always looks like you're about to kill somebody because you're concentrating. Um, but, like, it's fine. Or I'll but, walk in. Or I'll walk in front of your shot, one or the other. Yeah, that's all right. That's that's right, but it's because I it's because I know what I want. So if you are a videographer, you want to chat more about this. Maybe this is something I should I should chat to a lot of video, some videographers about. But um, it makes me think when I do work with other photographers that you know sometimes I get I get the comments that they're actually quite glad that for once they can allow someone else to actually just kind of take charge because the videographer then knows what they want. And like for me, like. I have a plan. <laughs> I know I know what I want. And yeah, there's variety things that happen throughout the day um, that I capture, but I know the gist of what I need to capture to be able to tell the story 
for my couples. Um, and and just can I just jump in there because I know that people are like Tim comes up with a plan before my wedding. I know you don't, um, but just like um, when you say you have a plan and you know what you want to capture tell us that post like you know like obviously for you like this summer how have you kind of like how's because you were saying before at the start of this podcast like you're like oh well like these I feel like I've hit some of like the best weddings lately I'm really happy with what's happening I'm really happy with like my editing and the style of like wedding that I'm shooting and obviously that all comes into like telling the story right and storytelling and so how do you like on a day when you're standing there and you're like I know I need this why do you know you need that so it probably it starts with understanding that when you're talking about film, when you're talking about cinema, when you're talking about moving frames, you have so many different variables to actually tell that story. So in comparison to a photographer, they have a single frame. Um, and that's why most photographers are better storytellers because they have that single frame to tell a story. Now, when it comes to video, you know, you, you have a moving frame, you have how that frame is positioned, you have the composition, you have um, how, like, how it's actually composed, but also you have audio, you have sound, you have so many different elements that allow you to tell that story. And for, and for me, you know, it, it can be quite different in how a story is told and I really like to get quite personal. But how I know is by going through a process before the actual wedding day, you know, understanding who you are as people. Um, you know, I've talked about like my story questionnaire that I provide to all my couples and it really gives me an insight into who they are. Um, and just quickly, it just showcases like what are the things that really are important to them? You know, what are their favorite films? And even if they can't tell me, they can show me what are the things that make a wedding film, you know, special to them. Is it the color, the style of editing, um, how fast it is, the type of music, the type of audio, how the audio is overlaid, you know, is it like really story driven with lots of dialogue and narrative? Um, and these are the little things that, you know, I put in like my like storyboard for every couple. And, you know, towards the end of um the, the end of like our, our journey together like and before the wedding I asked for your vows as well because your vows really give me an insight into who you are as people uh, but also the same as you like on the day I'm watching I'm listening to what is happening around me and I'm making decisions of like what do I prioritize and what do I focus on that will mean the most to this couple um, and it's why I feel like I can be confident in how I'm shooting and what I'm shooting because I know that what I'm focusing on is significant to the couple and to their story. Yeah. I love that. And I think that, you know, it's important to remember and we probably got a little bit um, off topic in terms of like, you know, their, um, I suppose a little bit in terms of like the subject of today, but I think it's really important to listen to kind of what we've just spoken about because for us, I think the thing that, makes and probably how we host the whole episode today started was the thing that makes a wedding at the moment for us is the vendors you're working with and we've harped on about this for 60 plus episodes now essentially that's everything we talk about um you know like we want to make sure that your day is amazing and as epic as possible and is beautiful and it's everything that you wanted as a couple but it's also unique to you and i think that you know like for us like we've always said you know trusting your vendors is important and me and tim probably have never ever really opened up maybe as much um, as we probably should have in terms of like our processes and the way that we do things on the day itself and maybe even being a little bit selfish and talked about our individual businesses which it's coming. I promise you. We're going to do an episode where we're we actually into- we actually haven't done an episode on yeah. really just us. Well, I, I don't know. No, I feel like we sometimes it's a bit 
you know, obnoxious talking about you know, but we're a whole do episode on your own business. But <laughs> how long have we been doing this? A year and a half? I don't know. A year and a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah year 60 and a half. plus like, episodes. <laughs> everything that we have spoken about in the last year and a half, like I feel like we're starting to really see like it actually become more common with the weddings that we are shooting. And oh, like 100%. Lo- yeah. Love it. Like even the ca- even canopy time. Like earlier ceremonies, like it's it's brilliant. Like less rush, um, you know. Maybe a pet peeve that I might uh, I might bring up, and you know, we usually have something that what irks Matt and um, what irks him today. What <laughs> irks me is that uh, I'm really I don't I really don't want to put vendors. I really don't want to put like yeah blame on vendors. But hair and makeup, like <laughs> it ran so late, and it's it's becoming more common that hair and makeup is running late, mm. and it's it's just like you start to see how much it affects, you know, that process for the whole day. And, you know, we've, we had to, you know, avoid a, a first look because hair and makeup wasn't ready. It's, um, it's pretty crazy. If you're, so if you're out there and you're thinking like, cause I, I, to be honest, it's probably one of the most common last minute emails I would get from couples at the moment is like, Oh, my hairdresser makeup artist asked me what time we should be ready. Um, I'm just going to put it out there and be very generic here. So if your photographer is starting it or videographer or both is starting at a said time, um, you know, let's just say it's, I'm going to pull a, num- like a, a number out of the air. Let's say we're starting at 1.30, right? Your hair and makeup probably should be aimed to be done by one o'clock. Let's just, let's just call it Amen. that. Like half, like half an hour prior to when we turn up. That way there's still a little bit of leeway. Even when we turn up, we're not going to be shooting with you guys straight away. There's still some like details and stuff we're going to do. So even if they are running overtime a little bit, that's okay. Um, but I would say typically my answer to everyone's email, I should have it pre-written is like, hey, insert person's name thanks so much i would say 30 minutes before i'm due to arrive would be amazing that way we have plenty of time to get everything done and i think if you follow that um you know tim's pet peeve will slowly disappear um and the the reason i say the reason i say because of the significance it has on the rest of the day the last thing i i agree with you i'm not saying it's a bad thing (laughs) like do you know what i mean like i agree i can can just (laughs) see hair and makeup artists you guys need to stop you know send 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 all hate mail to above below visuals oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) hey 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 hashtag i love cake (laughs) um let's wrap it up I think I think that you know at the end of the day uh, for us as we've said is the things that like uh, I guess the most significant this summer the things that we love the most are when you put your selves into the planning into the final mm-hmm. result when you're excited by what is happening um, is there one single thing that we are loving at the moment no because the whole wedding is usually when you have that mindset is amazing. Um, and we're all about that. Um, yeah, we want to make sure exactly. that you guys are doing things the way that you want to do them um, without feeling the pressures of the outside world. Maybe it's the mainstream way of people doing things. Um, you know, if you're listening and you're like, hmm, what should I do for my winter wedding or my summer wedding 2024, end of 2024? Um do things that are important to you. And if you've listened to 50% of our episodes, I guarantee we've said that statement at least once. Um, We've probably said it six times today. We have, Um, we have. So we'll just make mention that again, like these are our personal opinions. And the reason why I really wanted to focus on like a really amazing, like epic entrance into the wild dance world and a quality food and drinks is because those are the things that I value as well. And they're really the things that I love to showcase as part of your story. But again, Things that you add and do to your wedding should be what you want, not what you see others. So amazing. Well, mic drop. 
as always, we'd love to hear from you guys. Make sure you jump on, leave us a review. Um, I think Apple is still the best place to do so because Spotify does not allow it. Um, but reach out to us. We would love to hear from you guys. If there's anything you want us to chat about, because for us, like we've always said in the past, that it's all well and good for us to chat about these things. Um, but if it's not going to be beneficial for you out there listening, um, you're probably, not, you're probably going to stop listening. So we want to make sure that you guys are getting good value from us too. Um, let us know where you're listening from too. I don't know. Like, you know, we'd love to connect with you guys. Um, I think Instagram is the best place. Um, but yeah, until next and, time. And if you're a hair and makeup cool. artist and you want to come on and chat about how we can improve things and, you know, make sure that this is a smooth process around. Tim will, Tim will do a one-on-one episode with you just so you can <laughs> roast him. <laughs>